Well, good evening, y'all. Really, it's great to see y'all tonight. Um, very special night tonight. Um, first time this has ever happened in the history of the church that we celebrate the Feast of the Immaculate Conception of Mary and the closing of the year of St. Joseph. Last year, on December the 8th, Pope Francis declared the entire year to be dedicated to St. Joseph's protection. And today, on December the 8th, it ends. Not that his protection ends, but that special time of grace of God's uh, intercession for, through St. Joseph to protect the church um, has come to a close. And what a wonderful year of grace has been uh, for so many people as Joseph has been brought forward uh, a little bit more in our day and age of how magnificent this man was, the father of Jesus. You know, guys, um, when it comes to our Blessed Mother, I think there's a lot of confusion out there of what people think Mary is and who Mary is and what Catholics believe about Mary. And, and they say, oh, y'all worship Mary and, uh, you know, y'all pray into her and all this kind of stuff. And I, I think we've got to realize that if we want to be more like Jesus, we have to love Mary. We have to honor her. And if someone says, I'm a Christian, if someone says, I'm a disciple of Jesus, if someone says, I want to be more like Jesus, then it is absolutely of necessity that we love Mary. Why? Because he did. And he honored Mary. And he obeyed. Scripture says in Luke's gospel, Jesus obeyed Mary and Joseph. He was obedient to them. And so if we want to be more like Jesus, we've got to have a great love for our Blessed Mother. And it doesn't distract from Jesus at all. Think about it. The more someone loves your mom and dad, it makes you want to love them more. It makes you want to honor them even more because they have a great love and honor for your mom and dad. So I don't know about you, but if I, was, if I, was, if I could create my own mom, if I could do whatever it took and I could create my own mom, dude, I would have her just the most beautiful woman in the world. She would be clothed with every virtue. She would have to be very, very, very patient because I would be her son. I would want everybody in the world to know about my mom. I would want musicians to make songs about my mom. I would want artists to paint pictures of my mom and sculptors to sculpt images of my mom. Because I love my mom so much, I would want the entire world and the whole universe for ages and ages on end and centuries to come to know about my mom. If I could create my mom, that's what I would want to create her to be but I can't create her <laughs> she participated in creating me but Jesus got to create his own mom think about that he got to create his mom he had to look and say okay this is the woman I'm going to take flesh of her flesh and bone of her bones and that body of hers that soul of hers has got to be immaculate because you're God. Jesus is God made man. And so what we celebrate today is the feast of the immaculate conception of Mary. It's the preparation of that beautiful temple that Jesus was going to dwell in for nine months. And that wonderful body that he was going to take from her flesh and clothe himself. His divinity would be clothed and veiled under the humanity he receives from Mary. So we celebrate the immaculate conception of Mary. So what's the word immaculate mean? It means that there's no stain of anything on it whatsoever. If I would tell you that this piece of white cloth is immaculate, it means there's no soot from any of the candles or anything on it. I mean, there's no stain, no mark on it whatsoever. It's completely pure. 
immaculate. Conception. We know what that means. From the moment that Jesus was conceived in the womb of our blessed, of that the moment that Mary was conceived in the womb of Saint Anne, there was no trace of original sin at all. She was immaculately conceived. God did that that Satan's uh, seed, so to speak, did not pass on into Mary's lineage. Okay, well, where do we get this from? And a lot of people have that question. What is the Immaculate Conception about? Well, that's what it's about. It's about Our Lady being preserved from original sin so that she would be prepared well to become the temple of Jesus, the God-man. We get, the, we get all of this from the Scriptures. The very first reading that we received today was from the book of Genesis, and it was after the fall of Adam and Eve. And there's the great curse that God puts to the serpent. And He's speaking today to Satan, to the serpent, and He says, because you've done this, I will put enmity between you and the woman, between her offspring and yours. So what's happening in Genesis is that there's a prophecy that's given about a woman who will have nothing to do, enmity means nothing to do with, have nothing to do with Satan or his offspring. What's Satan's offspring? Sin. All right? So God himself is giving a prophecy that there's going to be a woman who have nothing to do with Satan and his offspring. And her offspring, her baby, will have nothing to do with him either. So God is prophesying in Genesis that there'd be the woman who's going to have nothing to do with Satan or his offspring, and her offspring, Jesus, will have nothing to do with him either. Jesus will have no sin, right? So that's the first spot that we get it from. The second place actually comes from the gospel that we read today, where the angel Gabriel comes to Mary. And he says these crazy words to Mary. He says, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Well, that's our original, this is our English words, but if you take from the Greek of what it was written in, and then you do an accurate translation, it's really this. The angel says to Mary, Hail, she who is grace graced. It sounds weird in English, so we just say, Hail, she who is full of grace. But it's really, Hail, she who is grace, graced. What does that mean? It means that there's nothing in Mary, there was never, ever, ever anything in Mary that was anything other than grace. It didn't say, Hail, she who is 98.9% grace. (laughs) That's not what the angel said. Hell, she who is full, she was grace, grace. There's nothing in you, Mary, that's anything but grace. There's no sin in you. If there was, then I would have to say there's 99.9% of grace and a little bit of sin. No, there's no sin. Straight from the angel's mouth. I can't argue with it. And if you have a problem with it, take it up with the angel Gabriel. He's the one who said it. Right? So this is what we celebrate today. This wonderful, wonderful gift that God has given to us. In our Blessed Mother. And Jesus loves her so much, he doesn't want to keep her to himself. Upon the cross, Jesus is on the cross and he looks at the disciple whom he loves and he says to him, Behold your mother. I give her to you. She's such an amazing woman. I don't want to keep her to myself and hog her. I want to give her to the entire world. I want everybody who says, I'm a disciple of Jesus Christ, to receive her. Because every disciple wants to be like his master. And if the master loved his mom and served her and was obedient to her, then the disciple has to be the same. And so we celebrate this day, 
the wonderful gift of our Blessed Mother, that she was prepared by the hands of her Son and Almighty God to receive Him into her very body, and that the God-man would clothe His divinity in the mystery of the flesh He received from Our Lady. It had to be immaculate. And so she's our mom. And so we can go to her tonight with anything that we need, with any troubles that we have, with any anxieties that we're going through, with anything we're going through, we can go to Our Lady just like Jesus did. And we can trust that she's going to take that and she's going to intercede for us and go right to the Father with it. Right? And so wherever we're at today, if we just want to get closer to Jesus, right, go, go to Mary, go to St. Joseph, they're the ones that will let you in, so to speak, right? And so let us take that great gift tonight and, uh, and ask Jesus, introduce me to your mom. I want to love her the way that you loved her. And I want to serve her the way that you served her, right? And St. Joseph also, in this close of the year, may he continue to intercede for us. He's not going to stop interceding. His job ain't over. He's still the universal protector of the church, just that moment, that year of grace has now come to a close. So let us take that grace and carry it into the upcoming years of St. Joseph's continued intercession in our lives with our Blessed Mother.